There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Yes, we are back on the road again. Is how it's going. We are we are getting our legs, getting our spreading our wings. Cozy, warm afternoon downtown Indy, but an awesome spot here oh, in Indiana City it, yeah. Brewery. And we have the founder, Ray. Was that Ray? What's your last name? It's Camstra, Ray Camstra. Ray yes. Okay. Uh, and I, I think 2013, I believe, is where yeah. you guys started. Yep. Now, did we you start here? Yeah. Okay. This, yeah. Is this is our, our one and only location. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Started up in uh, 2013. It was a race weekend, Memorial oh, Day weekend awesome. of 2013. Was our, our great how, did you, how did you swing this site? I mean, this is an awesome site. Yeah. You know, in a big yeah. place. Um, you know, just I wanted to be in a very unique building, and right. that was quite a challenge. There were a lot of industrial spaces that could have been in that I looked at all over the city back then. Uh, it took quite a while to find this place. I bet. It was months and months of looking around the different spaces. But I was actually, there's a tire shop across the street from yep. us. Um, it's a it's a great building. It's like a plug-and-play plug brewery, essentially. It's floor drains, you know, a nice grain loft. It's got, you know, the high high uh, power, mm-hmm. you know, electricity. It's got the uh, everything that you need uh, to really get a brewery going, a small nano brewery. Yeah. I loved it. I bet. It was available for lease. Awesome. And I'm like, that's great. And then he, the guy wouldn't budge oh. at all on the, on the lease. So we're like. On the, on the building across yeah, the street? across the street. Oh, yeah. okay. We're like, okay, well, um, there's a building for sale across the street that looks amazing. I'm going to contact him and see what's the story on that. See if maybe they'd enter- entertain a lease option, you know. Right. right. Weren't looking to buy anything back then. You know, just really wanted to get started. Right. Um, yeah. Contacted him and he's like, "Yeah, I've been trying to sell that thing for years. Really? If you want to lease it, I'd be glad to." <laughs> he's like, "Oh wow, okay, then I'll yeah. give you a dollar." Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was rough. I mean, we moved into this building. It hadn't it had been vacant for about two years. Uh, it was boarded up. Every window, every door boarded up. There was a barbed wire chain link all all around the the building so right. that people wouldn't break in. And it was people squatting in the basement. Yeah, there was no power. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, we found some stuff down in that cellar, but yeah, <laughs> there's a. Did you have to, Did you have to call the cops on anything we found? <laughs> we didn't have to call anybody. No, okay. just scratch there's our heads a lot. All right, there's no bone. There weren't yeah. any bones. There were a lot of bullet casings down there, but there were also a lot of targets. Okay, so oh, we really? really figured yeah. it was yeah. probably someone's little makeshift shooting yeah. range, which 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 is. A little scary yeah, in, a, in a brick building, <laughs> um, yeah, unless you put enough yeah. padding, I guess, around. But you yeah. still using targets in that. Well, no, yeah. but I mean, yeah. but I mean, if you miss the target, it's just brick all around this yeah. place. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so it's uh, called ricochet. It's a good sound <laughs> chamber, though. We've got drums down there. We used to play down there. We'd be open oh, really? in the tap room. It would be, you know, Sweet. drums, bass, you know, down there as loud as we can, and you couldn't hear a sound up here. So I'm sure when they were shooting guns down there. Oh it was yeah pretty quiet as well (laughs) but yeah yeah, we ended up coming in here it was uh it was a total mess it was inches of dust no no power no plumbing no nothing you know uh so it was kind of cool it had a lot of great character and it was a blank canvas to kind of work with we could just make it whatever we wanted um, so we started off with just half of this building. Actually, we didn't. We weren't occupying the entire this thing. Were you, was it that side? The uh, so if you come here, there's kind of a left side where the bar's at, and then yeah. there. This is your whole. Um, yeah, um, the, this um, is our event arena, space. Event yeah, space. Yeah. we yeah. call it our bo- the bottling house, uh, named after the building itself. But, yeah, I'm gonna um, get into that one a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of history here. There and is a lot. Yeah, so we we kind of we, I walked into the space with my cousin back then. He was just kind of rolling around with me to look at spaces and get ideas, you know. And we both walked in here and we're like, oh my gosh, oh, wow. this place <laughs> is like it's got everything you want: the exposed wood beam ceilings, yeah. the concrete, exposed brick, you know, um, just a lot of great character. 
We didn't know the history of it that it was. Used well, to yeah, be a at the time. Back so the yeah, day. that's that's where so, I was gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah. So when we first opened up in here, we ended up we built out a small nano brewery on the far south side of the building, a small tap room. We had four taps coming out of the wall, just brewing, you know, uh, like home brewers essentially. Right. You know, right. um, you know, same type of setup, very right. bare bones, uh, just getting beer on tap and uh, sharing it with people here in Indy and. We shared the other half of the, the building. There was an antique shop in here. Um, anyway, they ended up moving out a couple years later, and we took up nice. a little space and made an event space over here. We've hosted a lot of concerts in here, too. Yeah. Uh, we used to do a lot of um, a lot more bands than we do now. We do a lot of private events these days. Yep. So, um, yeah, making good use of the space. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it, it is. It's beautiful. I mean, I, and I know these – so these ones, we've talked to other places who've had who've renovated old buildings mm-hmm. or tried to deal with the old buildings, um, and – it's still a chore. It's still a challenge and a chore, even to bring it up to the health code standards you need to, but still try to keep the rustic look. Yeah. You know, you got to clean it all. You got to like reseal stuff. So, yep. you know, it, obviously for this building, check got to be checking if asbestos was all around. Or oh, any yeah. Asbestos oh, yeah. We had some remediation. Had there was a little remediation. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in the cellar. Yeah. But okay. yeah, there was some uh, pipe insulation that had to be dealt with. But oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. And that, yeah. and that and that adds to it. That adds to the, uh, some of the hard startup costs, but yeah, the end yeah. result in some of these is just is perfectly worth it. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for you know, in the, so this is, was an old brewery at one point. We'll get in that as well. But it reminds me of uh, kind of the humble beginnings of uh, uh, Journeyman, which was uh, it just kind of reminds me a lot of that space when they first started the big open spaces and windows you could see out in the back and yeah. just kind of rustic looking. And then they those guys just I mean just blew apart. But yeah. Um, that it reminds me of that just that home kind of uh, very homey space. Even though it's huge, it's very homey. Yeah, and yeah. you get that throughout the place. I, yeah, I love the open woodwork and yeah. Amazing. This this time of year too, when we can throw open the garage doors yeah. and you yep. know have all those overhead doors open, get the fresh air vibe going. Yeah, oh yeah. No, it's a beautiful space. Yeah. Beautiful, and and then you and and you have you have a tie-in with a lot of artists, I think too. You know, yeah. like I said, as a show space and. Um, featuring mm-hmm. work and, and the outside of the building's great the, the, and it's the neighborhood is I mean it's 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 this is the old Irish this was old the, Irish Hill neighborhood yeah, it's the Irish Hill neighborhood okay. yeah this was all uh, you know home to the Irish immigrants that yep. quite literally built the city mm-hmm. so, oh yeah yeah um, yeah a lot of Irish history here a lot of German history in this neighborhood right. too, so. yeah so uh, Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, yeah. I, I was just kind of uh, humble beginnings talking about the beginnings of the, of the place. But yourself, you you were home brewers as most as you know most of these guys start out. But did yeah. you have some of your staples that you brought with you that I mean were the were the big ones that started the place? Yeah, I mean you know I did a lot of recipes when I was home brewing. Uh, the the ones that I won the most uh, home brewing competitions with uh, definitely Yacht Rock was mm-hmm. uh, one that we opened up with. Um, Shadow Boxer is another one that I brewed in the summertime yeah. because you couldn't get a good stout in the winter, right. I felt like, a lot. So right. I would, you know, for some reason in the summer heat, a stout sounds good to me. Uh, so you are We're on the same page. Well, we, yeah. we are. Most people yeah. not. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, I would definitely uh, brew my own stout, and that's what became Shadow Boxer, an oatmeal nice. stout. Yep. Um, you know, our, one of our most popular beers, Mimi's Tabernacle, uh, is actually Mimi's back back then is what we called it. That was a breakfast stout that I brewed with a buddy nice. uh, for his birthday. So a lot of a lot of old recipes that from the home brewing right. days with stories and stuff have been resurrected here over the years. But, yeah, we started off with, you know, a, a pale ale, a, a stout. And mm-hmm. uh, a West Coast IPA and our, our weed ale, and that's all we did in the beginning. Just when did you when did you start? Uh, when do you, uh, do you you know kind of when did, Yeah, uh, two thousand nine. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so yeah. It's only a couple years. Before yeah, you're still fairly yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. Still fairly, yeah. Well, yeah. I got so you into that. Just I mean, what it's interesting. So you know, I was uh, living in Chicago, um, living and working in Chicago for about um, eight years, I guess. Um, so I was living in uh, Lincoln Square neighborhood in mm-hmm. Chicago when Half Acre Brewing opened up, um, yep. which was gotcha. somewhere around maybe 2006, 2007. Sure. I don't mm-hmm. know, somewhere around then. Um, and just talking to those guys when they were super small and uh, getting to know that they were home brewers and yeah. uh, that there was a, a very, um, you know, a cool craft beer scene that was being started. It was quite literally being pioneered by home brewers. Right. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. piqued my interest to try home brewing myself. Right. So that's really where it started. And uh, there's a place in Chicago called the Brew and Grow. It's a place where you can get all the, the brewing supplies you need or right. hydroponic supplies you need. Mm-hmm. Um, hydroponics and it was for what? For, for tomatoes <laughs> and stuff like that. Sure, but tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we, uh, I ended up going there. Uh, they they taught me a lot, honestly. You know, it was it was more than just a place you could pick up grain. I mean, we've right, got a place sure. like that here in Indy, Great yep. Fermentations. Great Fermentations, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You, can yeah. get, you can get any advice that you need, yep. you know. Um, you want to get to the next level, you know, here's what you need to know. You know, it's great experience people to, to teach you. Anyway, I did that, making cook, making uh, beer in my kitchen, eventually going to the backyard, uh, you know, to do bigger batches and right. stuff like that and getting into all grain brewing and all that. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, just we one thing w- led to the next. We pretty we much are. jumped straight into all grain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, we did yeah. like, I think they did one extract kit. Yep. And yeah, then went yeah. straight to trying to do brewing bag, you know. Yeah. On, on <laughs> but we did have a lot of help because we've, we've, we you know, we've already been friends with a lot of the brewers. So, it, yeah. you know, we did have a lot of advice and tips for a lot of people don't have that, yep. you know, to jump into. So we had, I mean, yeah, we had help. And, we had know, great, phone frem- call away from great fermentation. Great fermentation. They helped us get some of our uh, original equipment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really the, uh, the equipment. It's like, do you have the right equipment to get it done? Right. Yeah. Com- com- and then clean it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Keep it clean. <laughs> Keep it sanitized. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they, they never really tell you about Yeah, that. That's the part you, you always yeah. have to learn is it's, <laughs> it may be, ten, it may be. How serious it is. Yeah, yeah. Eight, eight, eight hours of brewing and 10 hours of cleaning, <laughs> you know. Oh, just, yeah. Just Yep. Yeah, that's always yeah, the that, part that gets that's me. good enough is not good no. enough. No. Worth every second of it. Cause, yeah, two weeks later, you might have a beer that works but doesn't well, taste too good. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, did. we found yeah. that out. <laughs> we found that out when we brewed a stout. Yeah, we a that, I'm sorry. Stout. When we brewed a black IPA, or yeah. <laughs> as, as we were told, is this supposed to be a black IPA? We're like, was that a thing? Sure. Go yeah, for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you started it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where it all started, you know. And I, I had my daughter back in 2010, my first daughter, actually. Uh, we moved back to Indianapolis, my wife and I, after she was born. And I'm like, well, this is a good time to change it up and do something new and contribute to the city that I, I grew up in. You right. Know? So you are um, from, you yeah. are in, Indi- yep. okay, you yep. are a Hoosier. Born and raised here. Yeah. All right. Yep. Where, so straight up Indianapolis or uh, were you South uh, side. Okay. Yeah. Kind of uh, like Franklin Township area. Yep. And, and Yeah. I grew uh, up, I grew up in Irvington. Yeah. Okay. Where I, is where I was from. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or right on Arlington and Washington and the crossroads. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you got into a perfect time too, because right, kind of as the you know the, it was kind of boiling at that point, and, and yeah. you know the, the scene really starting in Indianapolis. You know, Indianapolis it did back yeah. then. So you, I mean, you probably couldn't have found this place now if you, you know what I mean. It would have been no. long gone. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah, it's definitely it took off. I yeah. mean, I think in 2013 we were the 11th brewery in Indianapolis, 11th. like Greater Indianapolis, yeah. which is. You know, they were, uh, you know, I think, I don't know where we're at right now. I think oh it's something God. like 80 in greater Indianapolis. I, I yeah, believe so, yeah. There's got 
out but, of the yeah. Well, not much anymore. Well, sadly, some of yeah. Hopefully, a lot of them will be able to survive. But yeah, yeah we're hopefully. gonna see how that goes. Yeah, um, these are trying times. But yeah, we were eleventh yeah. uh, back then, and it was it was crazy because it was like every month after that, it seemed like there was a new one and, yeah. new one and a new one. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah it's it's great because we're we're all contributing to our hyper local markets and right. Um, yeah, everybody's got their own flavor and own yeah, experience. Yeah, and exactly. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. You, it's awesome. You kind of try to stay true to some of the old styles, correct? I mean, that's kind of your. Yeah, I mean, when we do classic styles, we definitely do. We mm-hmm. try to, we kind of run the gamut on the whole thing. We do classic styles from, you know, Europe, and mm-hmm. um, and we're doing a lot of the newer things, you know, like right. the hazy IPAs and hazy pale ales and fruited sours and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, we we definitely tr- stay true to, like, Sister City Kolsch. Mm-hmm. We brew it just like you would to in Cologne, Germany. Sure. You know, the water profile nice. that we use right. mimics the exact water profile of Cologne, Germany. Um, you know, same processes and everything. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just, uh, you know, it just depends on the style. The Irish red, mm-hmm. which we call Irish Hill, uh, be after the neighborhood. As um, it should be, yes. It's just a, a <laughs> classic Irish red, you yeah. know. Uh, but we love playing with hops. We love playing with fruit. We love experimenting with different things. So, you know, we do that with kind of some of the newer American styles. And so you mentioned your head brewer. What, what was your head brewer's uh, name? Nick Shadle. Nick, okay. Yeah. Okay. Where did yep. he uh, get, you know, where he got... He's busy right teeth. now, by the yeah, way. He's, yeah, um, he's he's in the middle of transfer, <laughs> I think you said, and yeah, he's no interruptions uh, to the brewer. Yeah, long day. Yeah, doing yeah. two turns today. So, but yeah, he's a home brewer as well. Uh, you know, born and raised in uh, Richmond, Indiana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helped out here in the build-out period. We were uh, we relied on a lot of volunteers. We built this place ourselves. Were you guys uh, friends before? Are you business? Is it? No, part, he oh, he, yeah. he actually sent me a message on Facebook, just a random dude that wanted to help when we were cleaning the space up and building walls. Oh, we were wow. framing out the walls and hanging drywall and you know building the bar and all the things that we did back those days. Uh, you know, and it's kind of funny because every job that we gave him for a couple of weeks was on a ladder. These are 15 <laughs> foot ceilings. <laughs> Didn't know he was afraid of heights, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He did it every single time. Nice. And uh, yeah, dedication. He was, yeah, he was dedicated. He wanted to be here, but now getting on a ladder, it's just an essential part of the job. You got to yeah. dry hop those <laughs> fermenters. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. He met him in the early stages, and you know we had a lot of volunteers. Thank God. I mean, we had uh, firefighters uh, that became great friends yeah. that had time off, days off that they'd spend over wow. here helping us and. Uh, just you know, longtime friends that wanted to help out. I it's can't great I can't how much I hear that oh, in yeah. Indiana. We don't hear that. We we travel around. We've done shows around and and Indianapolis and in even Indiana. It just seems like you see more of that than anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. that's Other cool. Communities that, that have helped out build places and talking about Chesterton and that just oh, yeah. Yeah. just oh. these amazing communities who who mm-hmm. really get behind the breweries. And I can't and get these guys come help me like fix my shed. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> start brewing <laughs> beers. Yeah, that was definitely key. We always had a keg on tap, exactly. a homebrew yeah. keg. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we had that same conversation with like, uh, Chesterton. If you if you end up getting up north, uh, uh, Chesterton Brewery, and they did the same thing. It was like we just all we were literally brewing was to pay the yeah. Yeah. to pay yeah. the volunteers at that time. <laughs> yep, yep. Just they were practicing it. the brews and just <laughs> giving it to them, saying, "Hey, does that taste good? Yeah, yeah we good." <laughs> yep. Uh, it's yeah. Those volunteers are. I think you're right. It's something in India. You know, people just like it's kind of like the neighborly thing, like yeah. coming together yep. and you know, complete strangers reaching out on social media or whatever uh, it is. Brewers, I always see brewers reaching out to help each other and helping other. I mean, it's just a yeah. it's just a great community. Yeah. Whole, I mean, so we I mean, we 
talking up and down all the time, yeah. but I mean, it's a great, great scene in Indiana, I think. Yeah. So, so what, what did you, scene. what did you do before? Uh, so I was, I went to, to college for graphic design, went okay. to uh, Columbia College in Chicago, did um, a lot of brand uh, work for companies. So I was okay. a, a creative director for a number of companies in Chicago. Um, how, how do you convince your wife to say, hey, honey, I want to quit my job and open a brewery? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I've got it's a really be a supportive. Fun conversation. I've got a very supportive wife, no, no. <laughs> um, and you know, it's it's it wasn't it's just yeah. It was also proving it to myself that it was worth pursuing. Yeah. You know, that was oh, a big yeah. piece of it. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, it was definitely a big switcheroo. You know, <laughs> it's like this is what I've I've been doing this other thing for you know <laughs> six seven years. But Although that beer is amazing, and this is a great opportunity to kind of switch it up and do something fun and creative. You know, I've always been a creative person. I want to, you know, do something new. Yeah. It's hard to stick with the same thing just too long. Yeah, you, know? you just picked a different medium at yeah, this point. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and yeah, that's, that's yeah. awesome. And well, the graphic design has to help, too, because then you can make all your own kind of... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, knew, we knew from the beginning that we wanted to look, you know, just as professional as the biggest breweries in town, right. you know. Um, even though we were the smallest, yeah. you know, it was yep. a big thing for me. Um, not just great beer, but it has to have great artwork. Right. Um, I'm a firm believer that the artwork on the can really mm -hmm. influences the experience. Absolutely. You can have an amazing beer with just yeah, you know, but word art a, label a, yeah. and you're like, eh, it's great, but they need to work on yeah. their creativity yeah. a little oh, bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's fine if, you know, it could be, it's fine yeah. if it's like a silver crowler or something that I'm, that I'm coming to get a fresh fill because yeah, yeah. I know that, yeah. but... Yep. But I don't want just a silver can that says beer on beer. it. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might go that direction after as wild and crazy as things have gotten. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we can't afford any true. money for yeah. colors. It's just going to say beer on it now. Yeah. <laughs> beer number yeah. one, beer number two. Yeah, but yeah, we definitely we've changed it up too. I mean, our brand has definitely evolved with the years. We've been about seven years now. We yeah. started off, you know, when we opened, it was all like dark, aggressive. You know, is really yeah. the thing back then. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was all. It, it was along with the beers too. It was right. like high ABV. Right. You know, yep. barrel aged yep. monsters, you know, Ridic that was ridiculously hot stuff. Yeah. That oh was yeah. just because that's oh. what everybody wanted in the yeah. beginning. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. And they're still they're still amazing. They're still great beers, but sure. it's not there's not as much of a you know, yeah. hype around those beers as yep. there used to be. Um, but yeah, now we're just, you know, evolving with the industry and having fun at the same time. And so our labels definitely reflect that. You can see the evolution over time. And, and it's great, too, because I mean, 2013, you think you're a baby, but you guys are staples, really, in the city. I mean, yeah. Everybody knows mm -hmm. Indiana City Beer. I mean, I, the Shadow Boxer's been around, obviously. You know, so yeah. your beers are known out there already, so you're already a staple, which is awesome. Yeah. And a good staple, because everybody, which, I mean, you guys yeah. have great beers. I know the yacht. <laughs> I'm drinking the mango, but uh, I've had the one that the yacht was the one so of yeah, the first yeah. ones I had here. Yeah. The yacht and, uh, we always try the first to clean, you know, the wheats or the lager, you know, Something, yep. the simple beers at first before we start getting into the stouts and the crazy beers just to see how they are. And you guys, yeah. one of the things I, you know, got here was this the simple, clean, refreshing. Yeah, because if you can't you know, make your simple, straight beers yeah. clean and, and, and stuff, it's not likely some of your other stuff's going to have a good Usually, base yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what style you're working with. You can't hide you can't hide flaws yeah. But yeah yeah it's a it's a i'm glad you like that that's yeah. that's that's uh the mango yacht rock and we put a massive amount of mango in there yeah well, <laughs> i haven't had flavor. the regular yacht rock before so uh, i, was I didn't i think get that's the, the first beer here here was the yacht rock and uh this yeah. is delicious and it's not overly sweet we'll, we're gonna get into more take a break and some more beers but the, i really like this mango yeah it's not uh doesn't hit you in the flavor it's the not syrupy, syrupy it's not um it, you know it's yeah i mean yeah. if because if you just have like if you've I've had it. You just have mango juice, you know. It's yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty thick. It's got a 
it, it, it kind of coats your tongue and it's 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 heavy like a like like pineapple juice or yeah. anything like that that's and uh, um, this doesn't it's got just enough heft I think you know uh, so it's it's not wa- like watery kind of you know with no. the, just the little taste of mango yeah. it's got yep. it's got good uh, mouthfeel to it yep. it's yeah. crisp and it's crisp and clean and yep. yeah it's that kind of bubble gum like aroma that you get yeah. off of a Belgian wheat goes yep. really well exactly. with the, yeah. the mango yeah. and we always use pure fruit puree and oh, all that's of our fruit beers ask if you're, yeah. okay. so uh, there's no you know uh, just flavors in there it's right. it's actual fruit um that goes a long way, I think. Yeah. You, you don't get Always. hit with it, you know. You, you taste it, but you're not just hit with it, you know. Right. And there's yep. no chemical yeah. flavor yeah, when exactly. you use the extracts yeah. and the things like that. That's that's kind of artificial. You 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 don't want that artificial piece, and yeah. that's that's what I get hit with on a few of them where they're they're trying, and and it's a it it obviously is a price point too because it. Puree is not, not cheap. Yeah, we just ordered eighteen hundred dollars <laughs> worth of fruit today <laughs> for another batch, and I'm like, are we sure? I'm like, well, if you add it. Compare it to hops, you yeah. know, yeah. on a double dry hop beer, and it's like, oh, it's comparable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets expensive. But yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, if you, but you you got to be willing to to yeah. take that for the the right flavor profile oh, yeah. and the right and the yep. right craft. If yep. if you didn't really care, sure, you could fake a mango yeah. on there, and that's I guess that's fine. But yeah. this is one of the first mango ones though I've had that's not a freaking not a mango habanero something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I, yeah, I normally, true. whenever you hear yeah. mango, it's like, yeah, oh, there's going to be a freaking habanero spice, and that yeah, pepper. Yeah, yeah. Yep. we've heard that at the bar many times. <laughs> yep. Yep. Have you had a mango habanero? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's why we made this one, so yeah. we didn't <laughs> have to do a mango habanero <laughs> a good, right now. A good chili pepper beer has got its place. Oh, yeah. it does. It's just, again, mango is always, that's all they ever use with that one. So we love our pepper beers. I always try whatever I can find if there is a pepper beer out there. Smart if you got extract, then you can cover up that you know, chemical <laughs> with that with that pepper. But when you got a nice puree, you don't need it. You know, yeah, you just not at all. Just enjoy that fruit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's uh, take a quick break. Um, we're gonna grab some flights okay. and uh, and um, talk, talk about beer. Talk about your beers and uh, flavor profiles, and uh, we'll get and we'll just keep going. And then let's I wanna, I do wanna get into some of the history of the building because yeah. it actually falls in line with what you know, you, what we when you started. Uh, the pigs on provision yeah yep and such and, and absolutely it, uh it, it, it's a pretty cool story so yep. see ya. hi i'm Haley. this is shoveltier brewery and you're listening to blind pig confessions if you're a craft beer guy who can't get it nearby do yourself a favor and log into taver this is robert ralph Federson, and you're listening to blind pig confessions the bear eats the dude <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are back at Indiana City Brewing. Part two. Well, not part two. Sorry. Uh, second. I don't know. I'm horrible. It's your, it's your first show? Come on. Yes, it is. Uh, of course, uh, summer days. night, downtown Indy. And uh, actually, it's nice. The, with the doors opened up, and it's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah as long it's as nice. you're, yeah, when you're not, like, shuffling equipment around yeah. and doing anything, if you're just sitting here drinking, it's, it's super you, pleasant. And when you have <laughs> yeah. great, it's great drinking weather. Yeah, I was going to say, when you have nice, great beer in front of you, it makes it that much better. So. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna run through some of the samples uh, or the uh, flight of uh, of a few of the beers uh, from nice. here at yeah. Indiana City. Yeah, and we've got we've got we five beers here. We let Ray uh, we let Ray pick this one um, and all his stuff, uh, and uh, we're just gonna I don't think we're gonna dig in. Yeah. And hopefully, if we uh, and if we, and like we said earlier, if we get it out of order, we'll just uh, start over. We always get out of order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's do it. 
We've got, yeah, picked out five beers here. Some classic, some newer, you know, yep. some, some uh, one-offs that we've done. And, awesome. um, you know, a, a series beer in here. So, yeah, we can, uh, we're going to start off with uh, our Kolsch that we talked a little yes. bit about earlier. The Sister City Kolsch. Um, just crisp, refreshing. You'd mm. swear it's a lager, you know. Yeah, almost yeah. A, a citrusy yeah. note on the nose, though. Yep. I mean, it's yep. clean and it gives it that, 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 that fresh... You know, refreshing citrusy note on the nose for me, at yeah. least when yep. I smell yeah. it. So no, exactly. That's what I get. Yep. That's what I get out of good colds, but it, it's that's a yeah. You get a little bit of that kind of saltine cracker yep. aroma. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. The um, the coal yeast adds a lot a lot of that character. Yes. You know, a little bit of flavor in there. Yeah. And nice. You talked about the water. Mm-hmm. I did want. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, we adjusted to match the exact profile of cologne. So down in our cellar, we've got a reverse osmosis system. Okay. We literally strip city water down to uh, just pure H2O. Okay. You know, um, that means we've got a blank canvas to work with. Now right. we got to build it back up. So oh, nice. every single um, mash that we do, we build the water profile back oh, up wow. to whatever Twitter. style we're bringing. Right. Uh, oh, that's oh, great oh, to match yeah. it. So I didn't really. Ha- I cool. realized I had the, uh, the, the, you know, the the, the <coughs> specs or the whatever that you could find out what the water is like in yeah. Cologne. Yeah, you can actually download an app that'll tell you exactly what the profile is in London, England, That's or awesome. you know, Dublin, yeah. Ireland, or yeah. you know, um, and you know, with brewing with city water is not a great idea. <laughs> right. uh, the, the, <laughs> it the has <laughs> it has flavor characteristics. Yeah, your, your water profile is going to fluctuate with the seasons, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's Just a little it's, bit of lead in it. Yeah, without <laughs> without a large fresh butter fresh body of water, yeah. uh, like like Michigan if we were right. in Chicago or right. or somewhere else, you know, uh, with a lake feeding the supply, uh, you got to got to get creative, I guess. Got to yeah. strip it down and build it back up. So yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that you strip it down and build it back up because a lot of yep. time it's just oh let's just strip it down. Yeah, that doesn't work. And well, um, right. and then brew your beer and I'm right. like, well, that's yeah, I, I guess that works, but mm-hmm. you lose. I think yeah, you lose some of that subtlety of, of characteristics and things. Kind of like uh, mm-hmm. CDs versus vinyl. Yeah. While yeah. CDs do sound great, right. there's something <laughs> there's something about because right. you know there's something about vinyl that they're stripped it, down, but they're yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah. I mean, that's always sound quality. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, if you, like, even if you look at, from a nerd st- standpoint, you know, you look at the waveforms on a CD, they're digital and blocky. And right. then, but yeah, the vinyl's the got that curve, and right. it gets it's those subtle grooves, things, right. and yep. just like yeah. the water then. yeah. Well, yeah. in beer, it's it's more of, you know, I guess in the sound analogy, this, instead of music for us, it's just chemistry. Right. Yeah. It's, you've got to... You've got to have the right chemistry, or the right things don't happen in the mash tun. Yeah. So the yeah, conversion right. of, out of uh, you know starches to sugar and all that. Well, and, and rather than trying to engineer the beer to compensate for nothing in the water, you're yeah. engineering the water to help complement the beer. Yep. Yeah. So to make it a, the best environment for a great beer. So it, that's what we do. Is there issues now? Again, this is the science part of it. Is mm-hmm. you know you make a nice home brew that tastes great when you're doing a you know a ten gallon batch or something, but when you're going is there science behind how that yeast may react to a bigger batch or anything like that? Or you do you have any yeah, your pitch rate changes. So, so how much how much you can't yeast just double it. It's not like baking. You say, no. oh, I'm getting I got times everything by four. I mean, so yeah. there's there's a science behind. It. I don't think people yeah. understand that behind every every piece of the brewing uh, process, there's a lot of science behind right. it. Yeah, and, and yeah, with yeast, it's different pitch. I mean, what kind of yeast are you using? Is it slurry? Is it dry? Is right. it you know liquid? Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of science behind that. Is it Fleischmann's? Sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's some good dry yeast out there that you can you can homebrew really well with. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting. Uh, you know the whole th- the whole process is just a ton to learn. You know, yeah. and that's you, what's yeah. really interesting about home brewing and brewing specifically. Have you guys cultivated any of your, your own yeast? Uh, we we don't from, really from down in the basement. We ha- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't actually inoculated anything from the building, but we've actually we've wondered often what we would collect if we did. You know, if we had a uh, a way of collecting yeast in here. Well, you know, they got the, like the site like is a uh, bootleg biology. They've yeah. got the kits yep. and stuff where you can you know yeah. try to get it from your own area and yeah. and. Um, we have some friends down in uh, Gallatin, Tennessee, who do the, who, Briar you know, Scratch. Yeah. Briar Scratch. Yeah. They oh, okay. they they did a lot of yeah. that down yeah. in the Hollers. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. He's, yeah. His place is in the Hollers. It's a yeah. little bit different. Well, yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I always ask, I do like to ask the brewers: Have they? Do you cultivate one, or do you? Uh, you know, are, are you or do you have one that you've you you know? Do you have a consistent yeast you use across yeah, we, all of them, or do you switch up yeast based on? It just depends on the style what we're using. Okay. But a lot of beers we use the same yeast strains. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just depends on the style really. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool. No, this is a, so crushable. I mean, it, it, yeah, easy. A, you, you know, yeah. a clean cold sh- in, on a summer day. These are the crushable ones, and this, yeah. this and this this has got to be one of the the popular canned ones that oh, you definitely. sell yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah, this is one that we uh, didn't put in cans at first, but then when we did, it, went, it worked did, really well. You didn't? Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> I would have no. figured this yeah. one went on your first this one. Was, no, yeah, this, was, this was originally just on draft here in the taproom. Wow, yeah, because yeah, this is a lawnmower beer. I was going to yeah. say, this is a great boat beer, summertime, just crush it, because it's yep. just a great, crisp, and refreshing. And What's the ABV on the on your sister? Uh, 4.7. All right, uh, yep. per- that's perfect. That's, uh, yeah, perfect. It's perfect not heavy, beer, it's not yeah. too hard, and you can crush a few of these, and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep, good uh, summer hydrator, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Nice and clean. I love it. Mm-hmm. I like starting out that way. Yeah. All right, where so are we at next? Trying to take you guys from kind of crisp and crisp and refreshing lighter to kind of more hoppy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hop forward. So. Perfect. Uh, next up, we've got our alley-oop. This is actually a coffee blonde that we, um, we did in collaboration with Hubbard and Cravens. Oh, really? Uh, we've been getting beans from them uh, for this uh, since we started. Oh, really? This beer. Okay. So Sweet. They roast their own beans. Uh, uh, it's a great family operation there, too. It's just a really cool local company. That's, that's been a big thing, too, is the, the, the craft. I guess you call it, because everything, craft. It's a horrible label, I guess, you know, to put on everything, but yeah. craft coffee shops. Yeah. I know. You know, that's battling the big corporate giants and yeah. stuff. But there is a there is there is a massive difference to that because the big chains are again trying to crank out as much as they can and really if you know coffee half the time you know go into the you know who we're talking about yeah yeah it, it's lit- it's literally just burnt coffee yeah. it's burnt <laughs> and, and that's why there's no i mean there's that's why there's you know uh, that's why there's lots of milk in it and lots of all these flavors and mm-hmm. stuff but the, the the true core like espressos and stuff it's a subtle art to the you coffee as well. You can definitely tell a fresh roasted coffee bean from that hasn't a been well that roasted bean, and that hasn't too. been, yeah. uh, and it hasn't even been brewed at too high a temperature either. Yeah. Just like just like yep. beer, it's in a way, it's it's a craft. I mean, it's it's a takes its own kind of brewing yeah. skill to get a really good cup of coffee. Yep. And this is the way we do this alley oop uh, coffee blonde is we actually put the beans directly into the fermenter um, post fermentation and let it um, kind of cold brew essentially oh, is what right. we're doing so the way you make cold oh, wow. brew coffee is you just steep beans in the yeah. water in a cold environment for a period of time and are, eventually are you, you have whole beans are you grinding is they're whole, still whole beans oh the whole beans because yeah, so a lot of the ones you see they're just almost kind of pouring kinda it cool. through the coffee yeah. grinds yeah we just put whole beans in there and let it sit for a few days and turn into kind of cold brew coffee beer 
That's great. Tell you, that aroma yeah. really hits you. That yeah. coffee. That's straight up coffee, man. man. Yeah. If, if you're a coffee drinker, this is definitely your beer. That is that is that has got an awesome aroma of, of cold brew coffee right there. Just yeah. I haven't even drank it yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm still I'm still admiring that. Yeah, and I think this one's about five and a half uh, in the ABV. So and, yeah, how, and how much caffeine? Yeah, I know that. <laughs> does the caffeine surprise? Yeah. Does it? Does honestly on these ones? Does do, do they might, Does the I'm caffeine sure kind of stay there? I'm sure there's some does in it there. Get taken out? Be I, something in there. I don't yeah. think anyone's ever noticed it or, an, or felt it. But if you're if you're if you're pretty nerd. sensitive to it, it might yeah. might keep you up. Yeah, you might not want this one right before bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That that aroma just really. Hit you that coffee. It's and it's and it's in the aroma and it's not overpowering the flavor. No, though. so yeah. the flavor is subtle at least. Uh, you yeah. know, it's very subtle there, but the aroma makes you think it's going to be you know uh, more powerful in the taste. Yeah. Which yep. again, I'm not. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that's not coming off as insulting oh, uh, no, against no. anything, but it's still a super clean blonde. A mm-hmm. little yep. bit of hint of that that bitterness from the the beans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just yeah, the aroma's spectacular. Wonderful. I don't know how you yeah, it's get that much of an aroma there. Nice bright, clean Cl- coffee yeah, aroma. That's, that's just well, that's what yeah. I would expect from a stout. That's the aroma I would expect off a yeah. coffee stout. Yeah. But it's coming off of a blonde, you right. know, and and it's yeah, spectacular. Yep. So we call it alley oop because it kind of got an assist from the uh, from the coffee. That's awesome. where the name comes. So from, are so, y- so um, who's is it in collaboration? I know some of the original recipes, I guess, are you know from your home brew. But yeah. are you are you still basically manage you know developing the recipes, and then the, your brewer helps you bring them to fruition, you or know, are you guys doing a more of a collab now too? Just as far as what we're brewing more recently, they're they're mostly all Nick's beers. Oh, um, okay. A lot of them might be based on in some way a, a previous you know mm-hmm. beer, uh, but you know. Tribute, Sister City, Shadow Boxer, Yacht Rock, all those like real classics were right. all kind of my uh, my homebrew inventions, I guess, sure, that yeah. type of stuff. And there have been many beers. I don't even know how many beers we've brewed now. Seems like we're putting out a new one about every week. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> Oh, darn. But, yeah, Nick has been super innovative, and it's really our whole team here um, at Indiana City. We've, we, there's not just one person that yeah. drives the beer decisions right. here. You know? And that's it's, great. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's definitely in, in, in that sense of collaboration. It's definitely like we're there's all sitting down and what are we seeing that's cool? What's something different that we'd like to do? Ideas are uh, encouraged, you're saying. So it's oh, not, you, there's no, because there's sometimes in some places it gets, it can be a little dictatorship on there and you yeah. get. <laughs> did, did anybody fight yeah. on the hazy? Because that that's one thing was yeah. funny when yeah. that was starting getting big where we, we'd ask brewers and almost yeah. some of them had to like stop the show and like, oh, there's like, I will, hazy I will never brew. I'll tell you what, it was <laughs> well, or NEPA. Well, and, and yeah. then hazy versus, yeah. and there's NEPA being yeah. different yeah. in my mind than the hazy. But yeah, I mean, the whole hazy thing, I mean, the way it happened with us, I think it's probably 2017 or so. Someone on staff brought up, hey. I just went out to Denver, and I've had these really phenomenal hazy IPAs. I'm like, hazy is the thing that we've been fighting against since the (laughs) beginning, you know? I mean, you you forget to purge all the yeast out of your bright tank before you carbonate it, and you've got a hazy beer. But, you know, it's I'm like, are they just doing it wrong? Are they messing everything up, and they're just, you know, spinning it as a new beer style? (laughs) That's what I always wondered. Was it it the mess up where you're like, oh, yeah, so this is the sour apple beer I just made? Well, and I think the the thing is, back then, there were only a few that were really doing it, you know? Yeah, doing it really well. well. You know, I remember specifically Hoofhearted in in Ohio Mm -hmm. was putting out tons of these things. Yep. And I remember hearing a podcast they were on and, and just thinking, 
guys, you're really selling your inexperience really well, you know. And your marketing team is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Come to find out, it's actually a whole other style that has a whole other process yep. that is very innovative and very creative. And God but bless it because we're loving it. But it wasn't. Yeah. Really but it well. wasn't recognized. For yeah, it wasn't. Quite a while. We're, everybody yep. was pretty skeptical yep. at first. By the J- time, or what's the uh, what's the governing body of the the J- uh, um, you know, you got to get certified uh, to be a taster. That uh, oh yeah, BJCP. BJCP. Yeah. It yep. wasn't a recognized BJCP style no. for a while. It had to be, uh, you know, talked about and dis- yeah. and a decision had to be made on what is considered then this yep. style. And I think last those. year was the first time it was uh, uh, a Great American was Beer Fest was that a year category. Two, yeah. Th- yeah, that was NEEP, I thought. So yeah, hey, the New was, IPA, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is that still considered in the hazy category? Uh, I think the way they do it now is it's a, a hazy juicy IPA is what they okay. call it. Yeah, you know? I didn't realize um, it was just that recently the hazy and NEPA got. It. I thought maybe yeah. like two years ago, but yeah, I think you know the the whole New England thing kind of came from the heady toppers and you know right. yeah. those breweries yep. that were putting them out. Uh, in the northeast, but oh, yeah, or yeah. as one of our yeah, hey, perfect uh, because one of our pigs, cowboy, doesn't like New England, and it's Indiana. You should hate New England anyway. So <laughs> he was trying to get he, he was on a mission to change it to the northeastern IPA, just yeah. so you know. The northeastern, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is important to note they actually made mention at the Great American Beer Fest last year that they just they just wanted to recognize that none of the breweries that won in that category were from New England. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was pretty That's cool. Awesome. <laughs> Most of them actually the Midwest. They were all three from the Midwest, I believe. Oh really? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So no, Tom Brady did not win this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a interesting style. We love it. It's, it, it's cool. it, it it really is. Um, yeah. My biggest thing on the ha- I think the hazies last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on the, for the Nipas. I'm not big on like canned or bottled Nipas. I yeah. I need it. For me, it's got to be fresh, yeah. or you lose. Except for a few notable exceptions, there's, there are yeah, a couple. There's, or there's one or two, but M M forty three is a great good. beer that mm-hmm. seems to somehow fight that the fight the problem great, of you know yeah. you needing to really be fresh to get that straight real juiciness you need you yeah. want out of it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how they do it, but. They're still gotta be fresh. I mean, I, I well, pull yeah, the you don't can wanna, out. There, I mean, yeah, you yeah, don't want a year old can of. Yeah. You don't want a year yeah. old can of M forty three. Yeah, anything hoppy, you want to keep it cold. <laughs> yeah. You just want to preserve yeah. that hop character. But yeah, it's it's cool how they evolve in the can a little bit. When yeah. they're first packaged, people call it kind of a. They're green, you know. Yeah. Right yep. off the canning line, they've got a lot of that really green hop character. Um, but give it a week or two and it kind of turns into a more balanced mellowed out mm-hmm. you know it's like a good whiskey or something let it sit for a bit and mellow. yeah i mean a couple weeks age isn't that bad on a hazy yeah it's, yeah it's not the the worst thing but that's but the problem but you then you get yeah. too big and your cans are sitting there for too long and then it, you start to get a problem there is a there is a <laughs> point at which you move, yeah. reach peak and then it's going to just start to fall yeah. after off after that a little bit but yep. but yeah, but yeah. It, it's a it's a fun style. Awesome. How are you choosing the can? Are you doing that by your sales inside and what's I catch, mean, I mean, or are you just kind of saying let's do this? And a lot of our one-offs we've been putting in cans. Okay. Um, you know, we we did we used to do twelve-ounce six packs for a long time. Uh, it was like twenty fifteen through twenty seventeen. Probably we were doing that, um, and it was just classic beers as mm-hmm. a tribute. Yeah. Shadowboxer, Yacht Rock. You know, the ones right. that everybody knew the most. Um, that was really good for a while, but. Uh, we saw a change happening. You know, the numbers were shifting a little bit. We're like, okay, the one-offs we put out sell out in about a week, two weeks, you yep. know. The classics, they're hanging on for quite a bit longer, nice. you know. Yeah. So 
That, that's kind of driving a lot of decisions, well, like any people business want would. The, people want the newer one. It's like, I've, yeah. I've had that. Yep. I, need to, I want to try something new. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I you want to do that. more of what works and what, what people want the most is what is really most important to us. Yeah. So, awesome. you know, the the New England IPAs, the, the hazy IPAs, hazy pale ales, I mean, you got to put those in a can. Yeah. Like, yep. people want that in a can. Yeah. It's just yep. they're, they're demanding Absolutely. it. We just started canning our sour for the same reason. Like, oh, you really? know, all the sour. Oh, I would love, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, trying to find good sours. In a, in a can? So, um, you know, it's we're putting a little bit of everything in cans these days. Yeah. So are you running the artwork on the cans? or? Is uh, that you know, uh, we've got an amazing artist, uh, Aaron Scamahorn. Uh, he goes by Ron Luhorn Industries. He does a lot of great work uh, for... Um, many other beverage companies and oh, really? um, also just amazing work for you know uh, there's a cool radio show to show he's doing a lot of cool stuff for now he's just a very creative innovative dude uh, we've been really lucky to have him on our team from the beginning awesome um, he yeah you know a great example I think is Lou Alcapal you know he I call him up actually I just sent him a text message I need to order a label tomorrow morning for our pineapple IPA Okay, well, do you have a name? No. How about Lou Alcapal? Sounds great. <laughs> Literally, like, 40 minutes later, He's I've got a label design. in my <laughs> inbox called Lou Alcapal. I'm like, let's do it. Jesus. <laughs> He's just a great a dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's very creative, um, you know, super dependable. And, yeah. uh, God, I don't know how we, are, we wouldn't be what we are without the dude. So, yeah, awesome. it's, it's cool to have him on our team. But, yeah. Sweet. Sorry. We're working our way to the but that's, that's hit number three now. We, yeah. we're, we're not around. taking phone calls yet. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, folks. We'll get to you in just a bit. <laughs> Ray's got to check. He's still got to work. Yeah, yeah. So we're good. Still got business to do. We're All good. Right. We're good. But so yeah. Let's, we'll uh, move on to our next one. What's our that's next Luau one? That's Luau Capau. Oh, this good is the Luau. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought the Luau was the last intro. one. No, this is the pineapple IPA. So this has, uh, it's it's a actually a very clean base uh, as far as the malt malt bill goes mm-hmm. it's uh it's based off of our brute ipa actually oh really uh so very crisp clean light you know um and then we wow. we dry hopped it with the zaka uh hops and uh i don't know I the believe zaka el dorado one. was the other hop in this one and then i know the uh, el dorado yeah and we uh post fermentation just dosed it with a lot of pineapple puree when i when i first got that to my nose i'm like Oh, this is gonna be too uh, bitter for me. I thought it was gonna be too hoppy, but man, that it's not. It's not bitter. It's really not bitter no, or hoppy. Really it nice. is. It is dry. It's dry. Yeah. I like that, it man. That dry. pineapple is there, and it's almost like a yeah. That's really nice. Really yeah. nice. You definitely you know get it kind of in the in the end. I mean, you taste it up front for sure. Oh yeah. But that like fresh, real pineapple oh, flavor yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. lingers. Yeah, that hits. Again, it's not sweet. Yeah. It's not syrupy. You can no. just get that nice light pineapple. It's not. It's not artificial. No. That's yeah. really nice. And this is, you know, another, the Brute IPA was one of Nick's inventions. The, really? You know, the, I like the Brute Chambas, you know, like the, based off of. Yeah, so it was super crisp, yeah. su- super dry, yeah. you know, fermented down to nothing, literally. Yeah. Um, I really get the hops <laughs> on that aroma, but mm-hmm. man, that taste is really nice. Uh, yeah, I'm not it's good. It's really nice. Well, I've never been good with smelling the hops part, you know, that it just, because of my allergies over the years, my, my nose, it has. The, for some reason, hops get me a little bit more. Okay. I mean, I can smell the fruit. Yeah, I, can I hear smell the coffees yeah. and stuff. But yep. I, I really wish, in doing this, I always love you know seeing guys. You know, they they've got 
you know, or, or when you're going on to tours and stuff, and they're like, here, here's all the hops, and it's in a little jar. They're like, smell these. Or, yeah. or they're putting them in their hands and smelling them, and I'm like, I really wish I could do that. Because if yeah. I did that, I would die. Yeah. yeah I, I he, make he's a got a bit of an allergy, too, to a couple it's of hops. It's a couple hops. of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah There's a couple bad. hops yeah. that really, I mean, he'll start drinking, and then all of a sudden. And Jameson. His, his, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson, no, that just makes you forget. Yeah. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> but you'll see him on a couple. He'll hit a couple hops on some of no, the beers we do. And Jameson face, and Wild Turkey. Well, his face goes red. Yeah. That's Wild Turkey. Gets I get a red stripe. My brother huh. gets it too. It's that's like crazy. We look, they like they look. Like, I look a raccoon. Yeah. And I go the, shit. They're, it's like they're the Wild Turkey. Get away. The but red comb of a chicken just yeah. showing yeah, up right there. You know, the Wild Turkey in you. <laughs> Strange. But there's a couple hops that'll as soon as I drink them, uh, and I, I I I probably should start writing down what hops I'm drinking. It would make sense. There you go. But <laughs> like, ah, screw it. I'm not like I'm not gonna drink it. So. Yeah, but no, I've heard of people having that. But yeah, so what was uh, the other? It, you had the Eldorado, but what was the other hop? Azaka, yeah. And I'm okay. looking at the can to check myself because it's been a day. I need to, re- I need to read up on that because I haven't heard yeah. that one. Just curious what the fla- been, what what that flavor profile just, adds to it. What that hop? Azaka is a very like tropical fruit. I, okay. I just had something else yeah. with a with that Azaka. I can't remember where the hell they had that at, but yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want anything like you know super piney on this one because you want to yeah. keep that fruit yep. that fruit yep. profile. Yeah, definitely okay. went for the tropical on this one. And, and you don't even need to hit the hard citrus ones. That's a yep. that, again that's one I haven't heard before. So it must be a nice subtle. A subtle fruit li- to it, rather than the standard, like really citrusy, you know, hops yeah. and stuff. So, yep, awesome. yeah, we've got so many new hops coming out all the time too. It's awesome. It's, Are it's you tough to keep up with? How uh, and 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 I know everybody tries, but you know, especially in these times right now. I mean, do you try to do local? I mean, you try to get some. You guys do anything with some of the local hops and we stuff? We have. Yeah, and we've, uh, we've worked with um, Ryan Hammer out at the um, Crazy Horse Hops. Crazy Horse, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. Yep. He's uh, been picking cones for us every fall that we uh, oh, nice. go out there and pick up pick up for our harvest IPA. Okay, it's cool. called the uh, it's our harvest IPA uh, Wicked Reaper is what nice. we call it. It's a uh, kind of a throwback to the the 2013s 2014s when you had your nine percent you know super hop du- just dry hopped yeah. West Coast yeah. style IPAs. You which, know? which in the beginning and in the early days, that's that's what craft beer was. It yeah, was and it's still a great place for. It. I mean, we yeah. love those beers, sure. and we're still brewing them for that reason. But, but I'm glad the yeah. image has somewhat changed because it, yeah. it, it 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 expanded it to the masses when you stopped doing 900 freaking hops in your. Yeah. You know, hey, how many hops <laughs> can I stuff in the beer? Oh, and let me put a real hop in it while you're drinking yeah. it. I remember and those that were like 22 hops and but yeah, it's I, like I, 500 it's like, Yeah, where do you? Yeah, where? How, how do you <laughs> separate <laughs> any flavor subtleties on that one at we, that yeah. point? We may it's not have been fun. here without it though either. No, no, I mean, we wouldn't I, have. I think we crossed a lot of people that never would have drank. You know, gone away oh, from what no. they're you know from their yeah. Miller Light and stuff. And they said, oh my God, you can do this with beer. Yeah, and I wasn't knocking it. It was the founding father of the craft movement. That was all it was. Is what I was saying is. I'm glad it grew from yeah. that, and everybody yeah, yeah. started to play around with. I don't need to do 22 hops. Let's mix a couple, and, and you can still <laughs> yeah. get a. Yep. And then you can actually taste subtle notes. You yeah, know. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it's not the yeah. So, but yeah. <laughs> good times. Yes. Good beers. No, always, and it was a great start to the movement. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. This is one of the lightest pineapple. Yeah. Uh, just everything is there, and nice, nice crisp beer. That's Beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely got that Carb- yeah. carbonation's just, yep. at a good uh, a good point summer too. Beer. Yeah, it's so three good summer beers there. Absolutely, yeah. this one be n- for me not as crushable just because of the it, dryness. You know, a couple of these yeah. and tongue's gonna be uh, sitting out trying to mow the lawn for an hour. 
<laughs> it is a dry Cotton. one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I have yep. to drink one of these and a Kolsch. One of Go, these yeah, and a Kolsch. Yeah, Go, just balance it out. Yep. Yeah, we've got another, actually, what Nick's brewing today is mm. our, our next Luau Kapow. So, okay. Um, a variation or just the next batch of Luau Kapow? I mean, if you figure it out, let me know, because <laughs> <laughs> we're still trying to figure that out. But we were looking at pineapple today, and we're like, yeah, we should get some more pineapple. So we ordered some pineapple. We'll see if we throw something else in there with it. We might do a combination. Pepper. So, yeah. Pepper. Never know. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of pepper. <laughs> yeah, we we kind of fly fast and loose, but nothing wrong with that. Our, yeah, we just yeah, just making beers as we feel them type uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, no, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you, you you gotta you gotta have your normal schedule of things, yeah. but I mean, there's some things that we have to. It takes time to, to oh, get yeah. the grain in. You gotta. Yep. I don't know, but we're pretty fast. Well, we'll, we'll have a concept of a beer, and then it's on the market. Yep. So know, two and a half, three weeks from then. So bringing it kind of just. You know, with the situation we're in in the world, I was curious on that. How has it been trying to get, uh, I mean, did you stop production for a little while completely? Or um, were you still trying to obviously can a few things? Yeah. And then how hard was it to get some of your ingredients? I mean, were you kind of limited yeah. over the last few months on what you could do? No, I mean, so I guess from the beginning, we were, we were having a record year. It was awesome. Sweet. You know? And then, <laughs> and then COVID-19 <laughs> hit, and we're like, okay, uh. we were in a good position. We had a lot of beer. All of our tanks were full. We were okay. just trying to keep up with demand, right. you know? Um, you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing. You got a lot of beer on hand with not a quick way to get rid of it all, right. you know? Right. Call so, the pigs. Yeah, we, <laughs> we started placing can orders and label orders. We you know canning everything you yeah. know i think yep. that became the game for pretty much every brewery yeah. in yep. in the in the country once that hit we luckily just got our crowler machine in you know the 32 ounce single use yep. cans yeah uh, we've got our crowler machine in a few weeks before covid hit uh but yeah there was a i mean there was definitely a supply issue with the crowlers because Everybody, were, was everybody, everybody wanted yeah. to do crawlers. Well, yeah. And if yeah. they didn't have a crawler machine, they bought one in mid-March, you Ooh, know, because yeah. it was just carry out, you know. Um, you know, we were uh, fortunate enough to have a good uh, relationship with our can supplier. Yeah, and awesome. Cans weren't really an issue. Labels weren't an issue. That wasn't a problem. Grain kept uh, going just the yeah. way it was. And all vendors were are just, you know, everybody's in this together, right? It's kind yeah. of a team effort. So right. our, vendors, oh, yeah. our vendors were working with us on you know, making sure that we're meeting our timelines yep. and stuff like that and under the tight constraints and everything. But yeah, it's, well, it it's so been challenging. Yeah. yeah we yeah. were in a good position. To no, start no, with, no yeah. like issues trying to get like, uh, you know, like, like grain in or, or hops in or anything. I mean, not really, really no. awesome. Well, that's not with great. The, not with the raw ingredients. I mean, if we were a bigger brewery, maybe that quantity, maybe. Yeah. 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 I wasn't um, sure how much their ship, you know, shipping things like that were yeah. affected, you know, yeah. as far as, I mean, the timing of getting shipments was definitely off. Okay. You know? Yeah. You had uh, to rethink yeah. what you were brewing, what you had on hand to be yeah. able to brew with. And, yeah, and just yep. kind of go with the flow type thing. Yeah. You know, flexibility cool. was number one for a couple months there. Well, that's good. But, yeah, we um, yeah we, we had a lot of beer. We just started canning, you yeah. know, <laughs> so <laughs> started putting it in cans. Best way to do it. We shifted in about a 12-hour period from a taproom-centric model with limited wholesale to, sure. right. you know, online-only carryout. Right. All of our wholesale yeah. accounts were just the same position we were in. Bars yeah. and restaurants yeah. didn't yeah. need any beer. Right. You know, we're not in grocery. We require our beer to stay cold, so that's not even an option in Indiana. Right. Oh, they, yeah. Hopefully that's they can right. change that. So Yeah. Exactly. That, law, that, law, is, that yeah. law is still stupid. Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, change. we... we um, we had to depend on carry out only, um, and so it was fast. We just 
shifted over to online only doing yep. carry out and uh yeah <laughs> well hopefully here yeah, we are today good, open good. All right. cool so, yeah well yeah i just wanted to you know we, we we've been you know as our as we came back out into the world as well you know we we're just trying to we get the stories from of how yeah. you know again it's not necessarily a happy thing it's a tough time for all but uh, we still think everybody needs to understand there's everybody still the, the community is still together on it, is, it yeah. and, and yeah. really trying nobody's wishing anybody ill will nobody's trying to muscle yeah. anybody else out everybody's just kind of trying to get through yeah e- everybody and needs beer everybody the, needs the beer. big thing that really helped i think all the breweries is that the craft beer fans have been really supportive yeah oh you yeah know, they drive they, out they start i think everybody kind of sat back and started thinking okay what's the local thing i really can't live without you know right. and yeah i think yep. it's their local brewery you know yep. whatever yep. neighborhood or s- you city you live yeah. in you you know but there's yeah. there's a brewery close to your heart that you want to make sure survives the thing and, yeah. and and they could have gone just out and gone bought macro brews but they were taking yeah. the time to drive out support and you know get a little coin in your pocket so you can keep a couple other people employed yep. there is a cat that has been walking around <laughs> this entire place yeah. he's our fat cat that's Hagrid he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's the mouse trap <laughs> I just so he, keep seeing this cat <laughs> yeah yeah so that's Hagrid we've got Maggie down in the cellar um, Maggie's cellar cat yeah Maggie's a little skittish she doesn't uh, come up too much okay yeah she likes it in the dark <laughs> cellar but she'll so come up here she'll be up here in the morning as soon as she sees me she splits but yeah. Hagrid's warmed up to everybody but yeah old building feral cats did the cats oh, yeah. oh the cats came with the building no they okay no 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 we, we ended up getting them fr- through a, a local clinic oh, so right. All right. I was yeah. gonna say the cats came with the building awesome no they're, they're feral cats that uh you know they've they've got their hunting instincts their yeah, claws nice. their yep. everything oh, yeah. I mean, we don't Perfect. like that they they like to sharpen their claws on the cedar trim over there but yeah <laughs> that's not the best but if they're if they're hunting hey, mice we're happy mice, yeah, exactly <laughs> I yeah, like I it. Don't. Yeah, well, so this uh, next beer, this is yeah. yeah, this yeah. is tribute. It's an American pale ale. Uh, this is a a beer we came out with in uh, I guess it was probably 2014 or so. Um, it was I think late spring 2014, mm-hmm. and it's brewed with Eureka hops. When we first started brewing this beer, it was brewed with a hop called um, U.S. Well, what was it? 05258 or something. I forget what it was, but now it's Eureka. Okay. Yeah, it was just a number back then. <laughs> I used to know the number. What happened? Oh, it's but the same. <laughs> okay, you haven't changed. It's just, they just, just call it something. Yeah, 05258. That's really? what it was. Hop. Yeah. Hop, hop number 05258, <laughs> please. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all the experimental varieties. They just give them numbers until they've proven themselves right. and they actually bring them to market, give them names. Uh, so, yeah, this was 05258. That's what I do with my ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the hops. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I made him blush. He's, he's still yeah. at 01. But the Eureka yeah. hops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back then, it was like the super like resinous, you know, dank hop that we were yeah. looking for. Right. And we're just like, right. man, this is it, you know. And so we contacted Hopsteiner that was growing it. And it was only growing on a, a few acre plot back then, you know. Um, and they said, well, we're going to – it's actually – doing pretty well we're going to start growing on a larger plot do you want to do a contract on it and we were one of the first breweries to ever contract what became nice. oh really? yeah really and that's it just awesome. came from our sales rep giving us a sample and you know let's that's go beautiful from there, yeah, this is the so what kind of beer what's the style Sorry. it's a, an pale american pale ale, ale. Okay. Yep. yeah so this is just a nice dry hopped apa yeah so talk you uh, you explain that because people will ask about american pale ales and just a pale because 
Yeah. People, people say, that's a pale ale or an American pale ale. To me, I always get a, more, a little bit more complexity off of an American pale ale. So yeah. what's what's the difference? Yeah, I'd say American pale ales might have a little higher ABV, maybe a little higher IBU. Um, you know, for the most part, it's that dry hop addition. Mm-hmm. I think it's also the American ale yeast that you'd use in it that gives it like a clean fermentation. So the cleaner, crisper than, um, you know, and other pale ales, you know. For but me, yeah. the c- it seems always to Americans seem to lean a little more towards uh, even an, a more amber color than some of the uh, IPAs. Yeah, um, I mean, but I don't know if it's just they can your malt sure. range, you <laughs> know, your malt um, uh, grain bill on this. I get, but I get a little yeah. bit more of a maltiness out of the American yes. pale ale. So I guess that's what I meant. Less of a, a little more citrus? flavor, I think. Less yeah. of a citrus IP, you know, because yeah. a lot of the IPAs, yeah. you know, the straight yeah. up and uh, heavy hopped IPAs are citrusy or piney or piner. you know, very piney. Yeah, that's what I get on most IPAs. Is is a very very piney hop is what i see a lot of them use yeah i think a big thing with american pale ales is just the the larger dose and the dry hop edition yeah, so sure. you get a nice hoppy nose on it you know which to <coughs> me this still has a better balance than uh, i like the american the, the the american pale ales more than the ipa it's just it just seems to have a, a yeah, better body yeah, and even yeah. though it might be you said it's higher ibu yeah it, we get a little bit more it's of a not as bitter to, to me yeah it's not yeah. as yeah. bitter to me as an ipa is yeah it's oh, all it about balance be. i mean you want your abv to be in balance with yeah. your ibus you want it to be you know if it's five and a half then try to stick in the mid 50s with your ibus yeah. it's a good nice balanced beer and have a good malt flavor and very and good, good balance yes. profile and yep and yeah. that one's yeah i like that one I, that's a very that's a very good one yeah not 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 as dry as last one but um still perfect profile on that yeah so, yeah, the name tribute just kind of comes from it's a tribute to just good beer. Great, great just hoppy, hop great beers. I've yeah. always been a hop head. So, yeah. you know, I mentioned Half Acre earlier, you know, having their hoppy beers. I used to ride the commuter rail in Chicago, home from work, go from downtown to where we lived on the mm-hmm. north sure. side. And I'd, they sold uh, uh, their Daisy Cutter, the Half Acre Daisy Cutter mm-hmm. at the train station. So that was always my kind of like end of the day thing, you know. Okay. It's kind of, you know, the American Pale Ale's kind of have a, a, a sweet spot with me, you know. So that's why we call it Tribute. Awesome. It's nice. a tribute to all those great APAs that kind of, awesome. you know, got, got, it, got me into Spectacular. it. Spectacular. So. Yeah. That's a great Dead beer. air there. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, 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 <laughs> just another great clean beer. It is. Yeah. I'm. I'm not having any problems. I'm. I feel bad. I haven't been to Indiana City more in the past. So. Yeah. Now I just feel guilty. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> the beers are the beers are pretty good. Although, <laughs> um, so we were here as a microbrewers festival after the microbrewers yeah, festival. Was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, you guys do a great line of you're you're good on gozas. Yeah. I don't know where if you're if you're actually doing true sours, or you're doing kettle sours or anything, but they are kettle sours. Okay, so yeah. they're not. Yeah, so little. Those are safe, you, Those are a lot safer. It's it's right. It's definitely a process thing. We don't have a separate facility for souring. Uh, you definitely don't want anything going yeah. wild yeah. in your yeah. brewery because yeah. it'll ruin. <laughs> well, sours are you dangerous, have. but your gozas are kind of on point. Your gozas are yeah. pretty damn on point because yeah, we had a key. Li- the key was it the key lime goza. Key lime, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. What the was the lime. name of that one? It's just it was. Uh, uh, I remember? think we just called it key lime goza. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> But I that was on. <laughs> no, I mean that it one was. Been. I think it might have been. It might have been. That one was, was on really point. And you have a goza here, yeah, uh, tonight that we tried. Uh, the what's goza that Rita. One? Yeah. That one. Yep. Very, very, very citrusy. Yeah. So our our sour <laughs> series is definitely going more of like the fruit heavy. You know. Yeah, but that side. was lime and that was yeah. that was margarita. That was yep. that was There's super sour. Sweet orange peels uh, in it, and then we also put lime. Uh, pure lime in it so yeah uh, dougie fresh and i are big 
sour fans and 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 gozas too. I mean, we really. I I will take actually. I like a goza a lot of times more than a sour, just because yeah. there's a there's a there's a subtly I like the saltiness, like you know, yeah. some of that that, yeah. that really kind of mellows that out. Yep. But um, yep. uh, so we love to find places that have clean gozas that you know yeah. are, are really uh, really crushable. Yeah, it's they're great. I mean. It's like four and a half percent ABV. Yeah. You know, there's like no IBUs. It's just it's they r- they rinse right off the palate. Yep. They're great beers for for Did warm weather like this. Honestly, didn't you also? Aren't, didn't you guys can that I read some um, uh, a zero? Um, we were doing a, a zero just uh, something we um, uh, a zero beer. Yeah, we were, it was co- it was a hop water. It was a sparkling hop water. Hop water. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. So this is the thing. We uh, it's the <laughs> The the hop water formerly known as Primo, okay, is what we have to call it because <laughs> we can't call it what we used to call it. That's oh. all I can say about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's that's still in R and D at this point. You know, the coronavirus has affected a lot of things, and that's one thing we were going to launch this oh, really? this spring. Oh, okay. Um, that we uh, I, made I saw the choice something on the on the. Did you never release it, or you were? Did it get? We released? actually did it. Yeah, we did a that's release thought, of yeah. it. Yeah, okay. yeah. But um, you know, we had to choose where we're going to focus our energy and and right now it's just let's survive what we're going through but yeah that said it's a focus and and it's going to come i thought it was going to be interesting because it's it's like because they're uh, they're getting true zero beers now right yeah you you know not the old um near beers and whatever they actually still had alcohol in them you know but these ones are all zero like i've uh, had a few i've had a few non-alcoholic beers that i enjoy not you know i'm not a huge fan of na beers but there's a great place for it in in life and you know well it allows some people to participate in something that that isn't you know it still gets you in that feeling and then you're you're joining the crowd but you you make it maintaining some control on some things or you might so it's like actually do like the taste of beer right for people who like the taste of beer but don't necessarily yeah that was our thing we started thinking about okay so what do we like about beer most and it's really that hop flavor and the hop the hop you know the hop aroma you know so let's not do a non-alcoholic beer that maybe we're not 100 percent behind let's try to craft something just totally new and it's a sparkling hop water and it is brewed it's not just carbonated water right. with hops or in it you know <laughs> it's there's actually a brewing process to it there's no malt in it there is right. yeast brewer's yeast there's you know um, sweet yeah it's it's, it's definitely got cool. it's got a little body like what you'd expect with a beer sure uh, from the recipe we use and it's it's dry hopped i, right. I look forward to hoping to try that again. Awesome. Yeah. Just, yeah you know i i think it's i think it's cool just same way brewers have gotten into you may not um the uh the um uh like uh fizzy lifting drinks from uh Robert oh, yeah, yeah, pub yeah. Uh, yep. the seltzers sorry oh, seltzers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm a craft seltzer um they do some great stuff. They've got a Mullins, place, yeah. Mullins, Mullins over at Broad River Brew Pub. If you had his, his fizzy lifting drinks, it was a great, it was a great little refreshing. It was a great refreshing drink. Yeah, yep. I've had some you, good ones. Um, yeah. And it's a nice something different to give the the crowd. Yes, definitely. Cool. Right. It's it's kind of you know that's we're we're still pursuing it. It's just not happened quite well, yet. Yeah, we, right. So we launched that at Winterfest. That's what it was. That's we, what we it was. A, we I did a free can giveaway at, at Winterfest. We handed out a few thousand cans out there uh, just to kind of get it out get there it out. and yeah. yeah ended up getting press coverage locally and nationally and because well, i remember i was reading yeah. up on winterfest since we didn't get to go this year um uh, for other reasons but 
Yeah, and I was like, I remember reading something about that. Yeah, cool. and there's people asking every week, where is it? <laughs> so we're we're under the gun to get it done. It's just it's well, if you're listening right, and you're waiting on some hop water, we're working on it. It's yeah. coming. We've, we've all got we've all got to readjust. There's a, a series things. of there's a series of red tape to go through because yeah. oh, apparently yeah. you can brew alcohol to your red in the face, but you try to make a food product. Should have water. Yeah. It's oh, it's whole it really is. Well, just just throw a little alcohol in your non-alcoholic. I know. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I would just talk about. Uh, well, Aubrey, we were watching something today, and it said uh, there's the little, they have the warnings on there, like rated R and stuff, but yeah. it used to have, you know, like language, nudity. Yeah. Now it says smoking. No, it's yeah. not smoking weed. Yeah. If there's smoking like cigarettes. Yeah, TV, but, yeah. but drinking's not on there. No. You can drink till you're blue in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah, if yeah. TV shows have a smoking label. there's a cigarette involved, yeah, yeah. it has a warning that there's a cigarette. That's funny. There's no drinking. It is kind of funny now when you see someone smoking a cigarette. It is. Isn't yeah. it kind of weird? You're like, you're, you're smoking a cigarette? Like, that's still a thing? I went up, that's what we were talking before the show, up in northern Michigan. I was like, me and Ryan were like, my brother was like, there's a lot of people smoking up. You don't usually see that in Indiana that much anymore. It's like, wow, there's yeah. a lot more people smoking. Well, you know, we, we hide it now because you can't just smoke anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, people looking at you funny. No, yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, it is. It, and it you know what? It was weird to see people smoking a cigarette. I was like, wow, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, anyway, let's. Uh, well, yeah. oh, man, we are going long. Huh? We we just keep talking. Yeah, this is right, awesome. You've been awesome, man. Uh, this is great. Hey, we're, we're, we're rolling heavy on this episode. You were. We, yeah. we, although I think he's got to get out of here at some point, so we oh, can't I'm, keep him I'm much longer. Oh, I'm not in a rush at all. No. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So well, where are we going on our last one? Because I'm so, already drinking it. So this is this is yo. This is our citra yo. Uh, okay. This, this is, is our hazy pale ale. It's got it's all citra hops. This was just canned on Wednesday, so two days ago. To me, this is the this is the a good breakfast beer that mm-hmm. I could wake up to and yeah. You know, it's got that juiciness. That man- you're on vacation. You're up in the beach. And I don't know. Uh, that, that wake up to it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that mango one though. Um, that was nope, a that's too, a that's a that's that's a replacement orange juice freaking beer. <laughs> that's my morning. The, <laughs> I get that grapefruit hop off there. That nice citrus. And it's yeah. just uh, to me, this is the morning. Beer. Oh, yeah, that's a great. Yeah, that grapefruit. Beer some bacon and some eggs. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. A, and a and a nice citrusy yep. grapefruity beer there. Everybody loves citra hops. It's it's yeah. definitely a hop that everybody's it's, just yep. you know. I'm I'm gonna I'm a from me it is uh, I'm a fifty fifty on it. Yeah. Again, I, I've I, you know I have a, uh, some horrible experiences with Citra Hop just because <laughs> they go too hard and yeah. and trying to find that balance is difficult with yeah. too much of it because then it just becomes bitter and uh, in my palate astringent at okay, that point yeah. it yeah. gets very astringent at that point and yep. it's not pleasant to drink at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. It's it's a good fifty. It is for me. It's fifty fifty. But again, I am not a hop head. Yeah. And Citra is Citra is always I, from what I learn and things. Citra has been that hop head. Well, it's hop. Core it's hop. Dry. It's, yeah. it's it's a yeah, core get, hop for everything. hop heads. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the one that yeah. It's definitely. I would say it's the most well known yeah. hop, um, um, like uh, American style IPAs mm-hmm. or APA yep. hop. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a. It's fun because this whole series is all different hops. So we, we showcase a different hot hop each month. The last one was Mosaic Yo. Uh, we did uh, we've done uh, numerous hops. Sabro was in there once. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a fun series to to play around with. No, I'm upset. I missed Mosaic. Wolf was a and fun hop that we worked with. And that's with. neat. That's actually so. I don't yeah. I don't remember hearing a lot of 
sites that take a base beer and then just rotate the hop on the base beer. They yeah. they'll rotate they'll take a base beer and then just start adding flavors right. to the beer and that's yeah, their the very yeah. or a pepper you know pepper variations or whatever. But yeah. you never really heard someone take the um, yeah you know, the, the base beer and then just rotate the hops. Through. The hop is the star of the show which in this series. Yeah, oh, it's, which it it's should all be. About, yeah, it's really dialing into what is the hops character. I mean, there's nothing like a hazy pale ale to get that to get the full flavor and full aroma of a hop. Yeah. So it's yep. a, it's just a great way of showcasing those hops. Um, we've been running this series uh, for probably close to a year now, I guess. Uh, but we've done a, a, a lot of combinations. It's just a fun thing to do. We really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this and the, the Craft Brew uh, Doodle Crew beers that we do, which is a hazy IPA series that we do on a monthly is, basis. Is this only a Citra hop, or is there anything else? Is it strictly? This is just Citra. It's all Citra. It's all it must late. Be, it must be my nose. I'm getting. I'm still getting a little pine. I'm getting a pininess, but that might have been from the previous. Yeah, uh, I think. It, I, I. Or maybe I it's get a little just of the maybe pininess off the okay. Citra. I always okay. get pininess off of it. But maybe it's just. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so I get that you're definitely going to taste the hop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The hop. The pininess from the hop for right. sure. But th- yeah. that's the flavor component of it. But yeah, the uh, the whirlpool hop edition is where you get a lot of that big flavor. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. then we double dry hop it, which means we're putting in. A, a large dose of hops during primary fermentation, so right when fermentation starts, um, and then we're doing another dose post fermentation. Right. So at the end end stage. So and that's the hard part. I'm still like you know with my allergies. I'm trying to dial in my nose as much as my nose can handle it. And and I th- no, but I mean you know what no, I mean. I and, and so for <laughs> me sometimes the smells are what I I'm sensing is not necessarily what really should be there. It's just mm-hmm. a cross wire in my brain on, right. you know. Yeah. So like I said, I, I don't know if it's meant to be piney, but I still feel like I oh, it's piney. a little piney tree, getting, pine oh, tree yeah. in there. But yeah. maybe yeah. citrus is supposed to have that. Again, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, since I, I can't since I can't grab the hops really yeah. and, and know and be able yeah. to. Here's a citra hop, okay, and here's this hop. Since I can't do that because I'll die, yeah. Um, I have to try to suss it out throughout the beers yeah definitely and everybody's palate picks up different things yep. too so you could you could read a, a description of you know it's fresh cut grass with you know whatever yeah uh, lemongrass or whatever you know and, but <laughs> your palate's and, yeah. your palate's gonna tell you what it's it like is that's to yourself, I get it all you know? and that's what I, yeah. I love that we talk about that time, you know we you know people get different different flavors off stuff and it's just it's your palate you know you yeah can, and then, you know, over the years, it'll you know get different flavors. You can have a beer at one time and try it a year later and get something different off that. Yep. You know, I mean, it's just well, yeah, it's depending fun. on how your own palate has changed yeah. and your, yeah. your you know yeah. the, the environment yep. around you, any yep. any of the impurities in the water or or time whatever day, water what, characteristics what you, ate you do. That day, I mean, there's you know. yeah. Do you guys have so in your re- I know you're saying like the Cologne water, you know, the water from Cologne and all that stuff, but yeah. Um, do you play? Have you? Do you like try a batch of like this with a certain water profile and then try another water profile um, too? You know, uh, that'd be definitely a question for Nick. But you know, I, I know he's using like a we have a standard like IPA water profile. Water profile, okay. yeah. you know, and he okay. may make tweaks to it depending yeah. on on which what brand it is exactly. Yeah. But gotcha. um, but yeah, we definitely have to the style. Yeah, yeah. Because when we're brewing at home, it's you know in the garage, it's like water. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did the same thing. I used to. Yeah. Like, did you know, we boil the water well, you first? Have to start yeah. that way. Yeah, it was all softened <laughs> yeah. water, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is cool. And then, you know, it's one thing. It's a natural goza. Yeah. There's all kinds of salt in this. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun way to build, you know, your experience. You know, just yeah. start off oh, easy. Yeah. You know, it is. Start yeah. off with the almost like. You know, it's like making Kool-Aid kits and then go to all grain and then start messing with your water. <laughs> well, and then you're, yeah. yeah, again, it, it gives people a nice, I think it gives people an awesome creative outlet. If the But 
it's still it's still work. I mean, you, yeah. it's still it's 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 work, but absolutely, it can give you an awesome creative outlet. Yeah, and and a reason to bring your friends over and say, here, try this. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think that's why a lot of them start. You yeah, know, oh, it's, yeah. hey, man, well, you guys yeah, want to brew some beer? Yep. Okay, sure. Yep. Here, try this. Oh, yeah. that's, that's all right. Yep. Oh, that's yep. horrible, but still yep. try it. <laughs> Even, even when we, yeah, we even when we made our horrible beers, it's like here, she'll try this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Doodle Crew? I've seen that. So up yeah, that's that's a so our artist Aaron Scamahorn, he started up the Craft Brew Doodle Crew okay. here a few years ago. <sighs> so it's a group of great artists here in Indianapolis that they're kind of like, uh, you know, they all know each other through the arts community and everything. Right. They come here once a month and they awesome. they they do musical st- chair style um, doodling. So they have a theme. So there's 10 artists. Hypothetically, let's say there's 10. There would be 10 themes at the table. Uh, you're going to spend 10 minutes on that theme, and then you're going to move on to the next theme. So every piece of oh art at cool. the table gets touched by 10 different artists over the oh period of wow, time. Oh, wow, that's cool. And then at the end wow. of the whole thing, you have these crazy illustrations yeah. that have, you know, it's, it's weird that you can have so many great artists working on one piece, and it doesn't look like a bunch of different artists on one piece. They yeah. actually look cohesive, like... It was planned out almost, but it's, it's totally cool. just yeah. totally yeah. It's they're fun. The next one we have so coming it's, out so is it's like uh, what's it's like uh, you know the the the, imp- the uh, improv show like what's your line or yeah, um, yeah. but with but with pencils. It's literally yeah. They're just <laughs> they're sitting down and doodling and and go on to the next one. So you'll go from a theme Sweet. like too many arms to to werewolf diner to you know <laughs> earthworm war is the theme of one of them. That is really the cool, next one we have man. coming up is. Uh, uh, cloud creatures so it's all things that you would see in the clouds so uh, right really away cool. i had a picture of of uh, uh um, oh no we probably don't want to hear shut this up. no the old uh, the old uh, uh, captain well not captain kirk what the hell is his name captain crunch uh, captain kirk <laughs> in the plane well no in the plane with the monster on the wing you know the, the oh, old yeah. the old uh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. was that a twilight zone twilight zone yeah. yeah the old twilight zone episode immediately that was, you yeah. said cloud creatures and i'm like uh, there's a creature in the cloud <laughs> on the plane on the plane We'll start contacting you for our creative direction. That's, That's not what he No, you don't want that at all. No, you don't want that at all. No, 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 it won't happen. But yeah, it's, it's fun. It's really cool to have, you know, those great artists here, too. And they, they do yeah. really, I mean, they're doing big things around the city and, and awesome. in their own professional yeah. world, you know. And then they, they make time in their schedules to come in here and, and do the amazing. Yeah. So we're, we're getting ready to close up. I just want yeah. to um, make a remark about the building and, yeah. and some of the research we did on this. So this yeah. actually... And dear to our hearts on anti-prohibition, because that was yep. just the stupidest time in the world. Yeah. Um, this was originally back in the 1800s. I think it the late 1800s. Yeah, it started in, in the late 1800s. And this yeah. was, this was, and it was actually called, and you, you don't think about it back then, but it was called the, the Homebrew Company. Yeah, the Home Brewing Company. Yeah, the Home Brewing Company. <laughs> yes. That's what it was. Awesome. Yeah. And this, was a, this has been a brew house for... A yeah. hundred years. This, this was part of a bigger and brewing a, facility. When did you find yeah. that out? So this is crazy. So, yeah. the no, name You didn't know that when you bought the place, no, right? No. The name of the home brewing p- company being home brewing and being home brewers and all that stuff was pretty cool. There's a lot of weird stuff that happened like that. But it's just really, it's like serendipity almost. I mean, we, right? we came into the space. I mean, come on. We fell in love with it. <laughs> we signed a lease and then we're like, you know, I love that it said bottling house out there. I don't yeah. know why I thought it was like a Coca-Cola bottling building <laughs> right. or something. You know, because you see those all over the place. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's no indication that it was a brewery. It just says 1904. Well, you, didn't, th- you house. didn't think back then. All you thought yeah. was, uh, you know, yeah, bootlegging or something. Maybe, but you didn't think, oh, yeah, craft brew. Back but yeah, then. we had. It wasn't 
very long after we put out our um, we put out a post actually on our Kickstarter campaign that we had uh, leased the building. You know, first big step we leased the building, and then historians start reaching out to <laughs> us and they're like, "You won't believe the history of that space." And oh, like, that's awesome! Man. And then that's cool. so even before the Kickstarter campaign, I designed our logo. You know, it was a it was kind of it, it has a component that we currently use the torch icon right. mm-hmm. uh, that we have in our logo. Yep. Um, that I designed that back in. Uh, 2012 actually just when I was putting the business plan together and to find out that the home brewing company also used the torch Are you shitting in me? their in their logo what? we've That's got we wild. have their letterhead in what? here that has the same torch oh you found some shit you found some of their old letterheads yeah we've even had, after 100 years we've got all kinds of and various owners there there are collectors out there that bring well, us things just to show well, us this was history. other this was other companies for years too right yeah. you're still finding yeah. stuff from homebrew yeah, company we've got bottles that have their torch uh, emblem oh, wow, on them. We've got cool. all kinds of stuff. Man, awesome. It's is not there, just the Do you torch. have a museum here anywhere? Are you guys have <laughs> a museum of things? <laughs> We've actually had collectors tell us that they wanted to set up a museum in here, but we haven't done that. <laughs> 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 we need all of the space we can get. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah the, the the flames in our logo actually blow the same direction as the Are flames on the Home Brewing <laughs> Company logo. <laughs> So that it's, is it's, cool, man. it's that is just awesome. strange no, things. I mean, you come know? on, you got to You got You got to see kismet on that, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, that's <laughs> karma. Who I don't know. That's pretty freaking awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, completely. And again, you didn't research the building at all. We didn't know the history that. of it awesome. until we were actually at, pretty the, at the table to sign. The and you almost on it, signed. So. You were trying to get the other one across the street, and then yeah. imagine, you know, it was like, wow. Yeah. They again, that's just freaking awesome. Yeah, it just seemed to work out really well for us. It's a great building. You know, it's it's built in 1904. This was the bottling house building for the home brewing company. Right. They had a huge building across the street where all the beer was brewed, and still in our cellar yeah, today, you can see uh, where. The tanks stood. They actually sat oh, on the okay, cool. on the earth in the cellar yeah. and extended up through the main level. Oh, you wow. can yeah. see all the where the holes used to be cut out in the floor above yeah. and everything. That's cool. But the this building, it's just great. I mean, it's yeah, the whole awesome. second story is built Wait, there's like a second a, story. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a whole second story up there, and it was that's where they inventoried packaged bottled beer. So it's uh, six inch wood, old hardwood. Uh, floor, those massive wood beams Holy that you crap. see above us are yeah. what support it with steel underneath that. So yeah. it's oh, wow. it's made to handle a tremendous load yep, up yep, there because yep. uh, that's where they pa- they they that kept all the packaged cell. beer. Um, now, do you have plans for the future in there? Hey, we'd love to grow into it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful space. Yeah. It is a it's there's not a single wall in there. Just the four walls that around its around perimeter. Right, so yeah. it's it's an open that room. It's awesome. it's seven thousand square foot of just open space. Oh wow. Uh, that we'd love to definitely grow into. Goodness. Uh, but wow. it's going to take a substantial well, time. Well, no, yeah, well, the current climate, <laughs> yeah. yes. Let's, the current get, climate. Let's, get, let's get back to normal now. But yeah, yeah. It would, before we it start would, worrying about, yeah. We definitely, it's in our plans yeah. to eventually. But uh, I mean, I was, yeah, and I was reading more on the home brewing company. I mean, like, yeah, they got from a, they they ended up having to close, I think, in, oh, shoot, I had, the, I had the year, but a few years after, after you know, after prohibition started, they, they because tried everybody the whole, did. Yeah. They tried the root beers and yeah. the near beers and near everything. beers and everything yeah. that just yeah. yeah, it's hard to keep open for much longer if it yeah. doesn't if it doesn't come back. And that was such a long, horribly stupid extended time. It was. I mean, yeah. just even what we're going through, if you think about it, yeah, we're complaining, but we're complaining about a, a couple of months. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. a blip <laughs> in yeah. in the kind of um, lockdowns yeah. that 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 we that people put on this country. Yeah, just because of, you know, 
Yeah, you know, is that what a horror? I mean, I mean, I read more and more, and I've I watched the shows, and the Prohibition time was just just a lot of bullshit. We're coming yeah. back. <laughs> what, do you, what do we have coming out? I mean, we're we're we're, yeah, we're we starting yeah, to roll around back now. We're coming yeah. back to life, and you yeah, know, definitely. Yeah, coming, it's definitely. You coming gotta back. get down to Indiana City, and yeah, know. everybody get down here. I yeah. mean, it's uh, it's been a great. Uh, well, get to all your local craft beer places as well. Absolutely. But, but Indiana City doing great stuff. Yeah. Um. Um. You yeah. know, it's it's we're we're opening back up. Do what you can to support your local people. Local it feels good to be open again. We're yeah. doing everything we can to be safe. You know, yeah. we've got Absolutely. we've got our expanded outdoor patio now. We actually yep. just took over a bunch of the parking spaces in our parking lot and put tables out there with barrels and umbrellas and and all that. To I think I saw the Indy Brew bus yeah. out there. Hop on, hop on the Indy Brew bus. Hop I think. on Are the they Indy running? Brew bus. I guess they're running again. They're, they're back again, yeah. And they've, yep. they've been uh, looking forward to getting going again, too. So and definitely you can still use them. this for an event space? Is yeah, still we're still okay. doing private events in here. Um, we're limited to capacity. Right, but, sure. But, right. but we've been, right. uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're up and running as best we can right now. Yeah. And hopefully this thing, uh, you know. Who knows what no the past. future holds, yep. but we're optimistic. We're hopeful. Yep. Yeah. So with the, with the community makes you hopeful. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the yep. support we've all had through yep. all of this that, yeah. you know, we, we've lost a few breweries, you know, through it, a couple. But yep. so far it's been OK. And hopefully if we open up back enough, um, everybody is able to, to get back up enough to keep moving again. Wow. And we don't lose yeah, any more of our brethren. Yeah, you know, in the I, industry. I think those yep. are the great products and great beer like we've had here today. I mean, it, it, it does, it, you know, it, it speaks volumes where, you know, if you make a good product, you can keep going. And yeah. You know, yeah. Kind of and and uh, yeah, we, so we uh, we wish you continued yeah. success, sir. Thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, hopeful for being good here. reopening. And we really appreciate it. And sorry we didn't get in here sooner because yeah. we're, oh. we're dumb. Glad to have you guys. It's <laughs> cool. You picked a, picked a nice warm day to come over yeah. and chill. It's still been a great experience. <laughs> it's warm. Awesome. I don't care. It's yeah. it's been an awesome uh, awesome experience. For the beer and sport. the history of this place is yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, Incredible. awesome. We love it. Yep. Um, yep. I want to research more and and hopefully I can come back uh, next time and maybe get like a tour of the of maybe some of the areas and and uh, yeah. the cool yeah. like old school yeah. areas. It'd be yeah. great to do. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So hey guys, uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. cheers. We'll uh, see you again.
touch my head.